Greetings and welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. Joining us on this episode is Dr. Lindsay Byerly, a resident with Carillion Clinic. Dr. Byerly is early in her medical career, yet she's already helping make a difference in people's lives by raising awareness about the importance of colon cancer screenings. Her focus on that issue is motivated by personal experience. We'll discuss all that and more with Dr. Byerly in a moment, but first, let's welcome her to the program. Thanks for being with us today, Dr. Byerly. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We're glad to have you on for a few minutes. We're recording this episode in mid-April, and so last month, March, was Colon Cancer Awareness Month. But no matter the month, Mm -hmm. getting regularly checked for colorectal cancer beyond a certain age is always appropriate and health-conscious, no matter the time of year. As I mentioned, Mm -hmm. Dr. Byerly is working to raise awareness because she has a personal connection to the issue which is the untimely passing of her father, Dr. Michael Byerly, from colon cancer in 2016. So let's start there. Dr. Byerly, if you would tell us about your father, the kind of man he was, the type of medicine he practiced, and how he inspired you to pursue a career in medicine. Okay, yeah. Um, Well, my dad was my very best friend. Uh, He was the best doctor I've ever known and the coolest guy. Um, I always wanted to be just like him. So he was actually a kidney doctor. Uh, That's the only way in which we were different. I never really wanted to be a kidney doc. Um, But uh, he just, he was just the kindest, uh, sweetest man, always took care of his his patients. Um, They always came first. And um, I, when I was growing up, I'd, I'd joke around with him and say, I want you to get your, you know, yearly full body uh, scan to make sure you have, you've got a clean bill of health. So um, when he was diagnosed with colon cancer, it was uh, quite a shock, quite devastating. Um, but he, he definitely was a great man and uh, my, my best friend. So, Well, sounds like a good man indeed. And as you said, he always put his patients first. So he would have been a great fit for this podcast because the name of it is Absolutely. Patients Come First. Yeah. We mentioned that uh, you're a first year resident. For the layperson listening who doesn't work in healthcare, if you would just sort of explain um, what that means in terms of where you are in your progress or matriculation through medical education. Sure. So uh, I did four years of undergraduate training uh, in college, and then I did four years of medical school and graduated from medical school. And I am about to complete my first year of residency training. So uh, I am a, a physician, uh, but the first year of your um, training as a physician, you're you're known as an intern. So come July 1st, I will graduate from the intern status to a full-fledged resident. Very good. Let's shift back to the topic at hand, which is colon cancer and and screenings. A few stats here to help frame the seriousness of this issue. In the U.S., colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths among men and women combined this year. It's anticipated that more than 140,000 new cases of colorectal cancer will occur in the U.S. That rate of illness equates to about 1 in 20 people being diagnosed with colon cancer. Also, it's said that 1 in 3 people are not up to date with colorectal cancer screening. Those numbers really should be a wake-up call for people. And so, Dr. Byerly, if you would, please give people listening a brief overview of what colorectal cancer is and what your recommendations are for how often people should be tested as a precautionary step. Sure. So, you know, you gave the great statistics on this that, you know, colon cancer is uh, one of the leading causes of um, uh, cancer diagnosis in the states and uh, cancer deaths in the United States currently. And um, a lot of times it's it's 
you present without any symptoms. Um, so screening is super important because oftentimes we can catch uh, polyps, um, which are little growths inside the colon, uh, before they turn into actual cancerous uh, growth. So screening typically starts when you're 50 years old for both men and women, uh, and that can kind of vary depending upon family history and risk factors. So it's always good to talk to your regular doctor, your primary care physician, um, to figure out the best plan for you for when you should get screened, but usually it's 50 years old. You mentioned some family history and or risk factors. What would be the type of person who might have uh, risk factors, whether it's smoking or diet or other conditions? What would be some of those examples of someone who might want to get checked out earlier than age 50? Yeah, so uh, positive family history is a big risk factor. So if you have, you know, if your mom or dad had a history of colon cancer or or colon polyps uh, when they've gotten checked, um, you may qualify for earlier um, screening. Uh, Risk factors include, you know, smoking, alcohol, high-fat, low-fiber diets, uh, diabetes, um, and then a big one is age. So increasing age as we get older, um, our risk increases for the development of cancer, of colon cancer. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that insight. And now that we have Mm -hmm. a better sense of the issue, if you would, please tell us about the advocacy and awareness work you've done to get the word out among your colleagues and the general public about getting tested for colon cancer and about how people can get involved in promoting awareness around the issue. Sure. So uh, at my clinic, um, Internal Medicine Clinic at at Carillion, uh, we did a big colon cancer awareness week where uh, we did a series of lectures geared towards nursing staff and residents um, talking about uh, screening and what age. Um, We also did a memorial walk um, to honor the lives of those affected by colon cancer, and we invited um, some of our patients and, you know, people in the community to to come to that. Um, And then we've started a fundraiser uh, in my dad's honor uh, to uh, hopefully provide uh, funds to help offset costs for screening colonoscopy for patients that need to get screened but otherwise may not be able to afford it. Uh, So this is really the first year that we've started this, and um, some of the nurses and clinic staff have kind of kick-started this annual event and have named it the Say Goodbye Early to Colon Cancer event, uh, which is, is super cute. Um, and so far, we've raised about $1,600, $1,700 um, in this fund to be able to help uh, patients in the Roanoke Valley who are in financial need. Well, that's a fantastic development and a good initiative. And I mean, who doesn't like a good pun? Yeah, Say, say, exactly. say goodbye, Lee. I mean, who doesn't like a good pun? Um, and so to that point, if you, and correct me if I have this wrong here, but uh, for people who are listening who might want to contribute uh, to that cause or, or other important healthcare causes, they can do so through the Carillion Clinic Foundation online. And that address is give.carillionfoundation.org. Again, that address is give.carillionfoundation.org. And so with that said, uh, we're going to conclude. Uh, but before we do, Dr. Byerly, we'll close with a question we like to ask guests on VHHA's Patients Come First podcast. It's one that we borrow from a popular BBC program. And the question mm-hmm. is this. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book and one album would you take with you? And we will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice, Bible or otherwise. So other than that religious text that we spot you a copy of, what one book and one album would you take with you to keep yourself company or to prevent yourself from going stir-crazy? 
Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. Uh, well, the album for sure would be Fleetwood Mac's Rumors, um, hands down. That was one of my dad's favorites and, and mine. Probably of all time. The Book of Choice? I don't know. I, I guess I'm going to have to table that one for now and maybe say you'll have to bring me back for a, another uh, another show and I'll have to give you an answer then. I'm well, stumped. <laughs> well, we can we can certainly have you back and, and we'd love to do so. But uh, Fleetwood Mac uh, Rumors is a classic from a classic from from yesteryear when when I was quite young and probably when you were very young or perhaps not even on this earth just yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. You know, I was actually named after Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, wow. Okay. uh, Okay. So he really, he really was a fan then. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think my mom knew that that's why he liked uh, the name Lindsey when they were deciding on it at the time, but it stuck. So (laughs) I guess it's, it's better than being named Mick, right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, well, with that, we are going to conclude this episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. We'd like to thank Dr. Lindsay Byerly for all the work you're doing to raise awareness about colon cancer and wish you the absolute best of luck as you continue your career in healthcare with helping people. So thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You can go your Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. You can listen to this episode and previous episodes of the podcast through SoundCloud, Blueberry, or online at www.vhha.com. You can also send us questions, comments, feedback, or suggestions about future podcast episode guests using the email account pcfpodcast at vhha.com. Again, that address is pcfpodcast at vhha.com. We also encourage you to connect with us on social media, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You can contact us through Twitter using the hashtag PatientsComeFirst, and our Twitter account is at VirginiaHHA. Thank you. Thank you.